You're now listening to Jesus is the Truth with Ashley Mora from Obey Christ. May God bless you. Hi, you guys. Thank you so much for joining me for another episode of Jesus is the Truth podcast. This is episode two of season three. Thank you so much for tuning in. Of course, special shout out to those of you listening in via podcast, whether it's Spotify or Apple podcast. Hello to you. Thank you. Don't forget to follow. And thank you so much for those of you who are watching me right now here on YouTube via video. (laughs) I appreciate you, of course, as well. And don't forget to subscribe. Thank you to all of you who have already subscribed. Thank you so much for your support. I am going to go ahead and hop into this video, you guys. As you can see by the title, it is about time. We need to have a sense of urgency as believers in Christ, as members of the body of Christ, and especially those of us who want to eventually go into business for ourselves. It's really important that we honor time, that we understand the concept of time, um, and that guys, honestly, time is going by whether we want it or want it to go by or not. Time is going to continue to pass by. So we have to be very wise with how we spend our time. So I should have titled this video something along the lines of time is ticking and God said he is still looking for you. So time is ticking and God said he's still looking for you. And honestly, you guys getting getting in alignment with what God has for you, getting in answering the call, if you will, of God on your life has everything to do with your submission. It has everything to do with your willingness. Okay. Because it starts with your willingness to change, to want to change your willingness to permit God into your life, uh, for him to change you and to help grow you, to help strengthen you, to, uh, give you more wisdom and all of the other, um, things you need basically to continue on your journey here in this earth, um, according to God's will. Now, um, I only have two, no, I have actually three points to to mention in this video. So I am referring to my notes here. So whenever I look down, oftentimes it is because I'm referring to my notes. And then other times I'm just looking down because I've noticed sometimes when I watch back on these videos, I'm like, I'm looking down as if I were reading, but sometimes I'm not reading. I'm just literally just talking, but my eyes look down, but, um, but sometimes I actually am looking at my notes. So that's the case right now. Um, so here we have, don't waste another minute. So that's (laughs) self-explanatory. I think that's self-explanatory. Like, stop wasting time. I know, of course, it sounds easier said than done often time. But again, guys, you have to understand that the basis of all of the instructions I give out are always with the Holy Spirit in mind. So the idea is that you're not alone. Okay, so whenever you begin to rely solely on yourself and your own strength, then of course, it's going to sound impossible, right? Obviously, I think a lot of us have tried and failed in many ways, just trying to do things according to our own strength, according to our own knowledge and wisdom, according to our own connections, according to our, our own discernment, et cetera, et cetera. And uh, inevitably it will fail. Even if it seems like, and get this, this is the interesting point. Even if it seems like you are succeeding, if you're not including God 
you're still failing. Again, even if it seems like you're succeeding because uh, success is relative to some success is solely monetary. So if they're making a certain amount of money each month, each year, then they're successful. I look at success (laughs) as first of all, having a relationship with the Lord that is in spirit and in truth and consistent. That is the foundation of success for me. And then from there it builds. So the rest has to do with family, has to do with uh, my other relationships, how I treat people. It has to do with financial gain, profit, and my prospering, uh, not only in my relationships, but in my, um, like, in my business or finan- and or financially. Um, also, my health is something I am working to prioritize more and more. Uh, and I know it's important and it's something we all should prioritize. So these, this is what looks like success. I mean, that's success for me uh, personally. And I, and I know I'm not alone in that. I know many of you, especially those of you who love the Lord, I know your um, criteria for success looks very similar to the, what I've just mentioned. So yeah, guys, do not waste another minute. And <laughs> you're like, okay, yeah, Ash, duh. I know not to waste another minute. I don't want to waste another minute. We already know that. <laughs> okay, so I'm going to get on to my other two points. I'm just saying that's a good point to mention still to just kickstart the whole list. Stop wasting time. Don't waste another minute. Okay, point number two uh, derives from Second Chronicles chapter 16, verse 9. And it reads, For the eyes of the Lord roam to and fro over all the earth to show himself strong and on behalf of those whose hearts are fully devoted to him. And guys, that's just a portion of the scripture. The 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 other portion or the other half of that scripture, which is another sentence, uh, is referring to previous context that's re- referring to a war that was at hand during that time. And I would just obviously uh, recommend you go back and read <laughs> chapter 16 of Second Chronicles uh, and you'll understand why I left it out. It's just honestly because it's not, uh, it wasn't necessary in for the point I'm trying to prove right now. And all I needed was that first part, the part I just mentioned, which I'm going to repeat right now. And that is, again, it's coming from Second Chronicles chapter 16, verse 9, and it reads, For the eyes of the Lord roam to and fro over all the earth to show himself strong on behalf of those whose hearts are fully devoted to him. Guys, honestly, even though that was more or less a simple statement, it was very impactful and uh, I think says a lot about how much God really is waiting on us more than we're waiting on him. So I really want to attack and dismantle and emphasize and overemphasize and remind you all that it is not you waiting on God, but it is always the other way around. Um, I know it's common in society, even in the church, sadly, for people to use the statement saying they're waiting on God, they're waiting on God, they're waiting on God. But I would challenge that and say, How is it that you're waiting on an internal God, a God that lives outside of time, a God who is Alpha and Omega, beginning and the end? 
He's already seen the future. He's already been to the future and he's beyond it. So how are we, what sense does it make that you're waiting on him? If anything, there's a lesson to be learned in this, in the state you are in right now. And he's waiting on you to get to, <laughs> to get to that lesson. Actually, now that I think about it, thank you, Holy Spirit. I'm pretty sure that same notion I'm waiting on God was something was like part of the mindset of so many Israelites who were wondering in that during that time that the nation of Israel was wandering throughout the wilderness, um, waiting to enter their promised land, waiting on God. In their opinion, they were very much stubborn and rebellious and constantly complaining, constantly murmuring and complaining. And it was clear. I, I know to most of for us looking at, like from the outside looking in as we read and study those passages today, we look at the Israelites like you should have just shut your mouth and do what the Lord had told you to do. You wouldn't have had to wander for those additional 40 years. Like, honestly, it wasn't even supposed to take a year. It was supposed to take, well, I'm not going to get into theology, <laughs> But because I don't want to misspeak here, because I remember reading a part where and and I remember reading a portion where I realized, huh, their journey was relatively short, like it was supposed to be. okay, and it turned into 40 years, as a matter of fact, on purpose, because at a certain point. And I honestly did not see myself going in this direction, guys, but apparently the Holy Spirit sees it important to mention this. So I'm going to mention it. At a certain point, the Lord made the decision instead of killing off all the Israelites because, okay, guys, just go back and read, honestly, and study to see how just all the trying times the Israelites went through, how hard, hard headed they were, etc., but the Lord's way of showing mercy, because again, he could have very well just killed them all off and justifiably so. Let's be clear, justifiably so. OK, but he chose to, um, you know, allow them to die off in a more so natural way. Some of them, uh, others, there were other instances, you guys, where some certain certain tribes of Israel uh, ended up dying uh or being swallowed up by the earth or other catastrophes would, would hit and cause <laughs> and cause death among certain groups in in uh in the nation of Israel for other different for just different types of rebellion different instances that stuff was popping off guys honestly like I said go back and read you'll see what I mean it was very much drama field uh of course because the people didn't know how to act but uh, like I was saying, <laughs> the Lord in all of his love and mercy and kindness just was like, uh, you know what? Since y'all just can't seem to get it together, I'm going to let, I'm going to, I'm going to allow for you all to um, go ahead and continue wandering in a circle, pretty much. Uh, I don't believe he said circle. I'm saying circle. So I'm paraphrasing because like I said, guys, the distance like realistically like 
in reality, the distance was not supposed to be oh, 40 years worth of distance between Egypt and the uh, Canaan. But they turned it into that due to their rebellion and stubbornness and uh, hardened hearts. So the Lord was like, okay, I'm going to go ahead and allow you all to... Um, wander around for these next 40 years until the the particular it was a particular generation he wanted to die off and it was the I believe it was from ages 20 and up so I think the bible referred to to that generation as the generation that was old enough to fight so I want to say was 18 and up or 20 and up or something I can't remember but you get my point and again, go, feel free to go back and, and read for uh, clarity for details. It is fascinating stuff. <laughs> and it is a lesson to be learned in it. Okay, guys, let's learn from them not to follow in their footsteps and to keep our mouth shut and to just do what we're supposed to do. I'm not saying we cannot express ourselves, our, our concerns to God. He he cares for us and he even told us to cast our cares onto him so that right there tells you that he's open to and even welcoming of us communicating to him in that way and expressing ourselves what he does not agree with though is us submitting to the spirit of fear uh, coming into agreement with the spirit of fear he's against all of those things he discourages it and he uh teaches and um, preaches against it. So, so it's important for our hearts to be devoted to the Lord. Now, I am going to come back to this and reference this passage because, again, I think it's very powerful and very relevant uh, to the message I wanted to share with you guys today. But for now, I'm going to go ahead and go on to the last and final point in my notes, which says, Where are your priorities? Are they pleasing to God? Where are your priorities? What do, what do they look like? What do your priorities look like? Some of you may be thinking to yourself, I don't know. <laughs> Some of you may be thinking to yourself, you have no clue what your priorities are right now. Uh, you can't even remember the last time you wrote something down in a journal or in a planner or in a notes app or something like this. And guys, I just want to remind you that it doesn't necessarily... Having priorities does not require you to write them down. I th- don't confuse priorities with uh, devising a strategy or plans or setting goals, which technically those things don't require you writing them down. It's only uh, highly recommended because it's a, it's wise uh, for obvious reasons, I think, but that's not the point. Let me go back to my point about priorities. Guys, you don't have to write down your priorities to have priorities. We all have priorities and it shows up in our everyday life. Every single day you're walking out what you prioritize. Every single week you are accomplishing things, okay, whether important or not important, whatever the case is, according to your priorities. Now, if your priorities are intentional or not is maybe a different conversation because sometimes people don't realize, you know, that they're acting in a way that is, um, self sabotaging. 
So people don't always realize this. They don't realize they are, they are self-sabotaging um, by way of misprioritizing or not taking uh, pri- their priorities seriously and putting them in an order that is uh, wise and pleasing in the Lord's sight. So it's important. And I actually want to challenge you today. If you haven't thought about your priorities, think about them. The more detailed you get, that's when you start getting into goal settings and and, uh, setting plans and things like that. As far as priorities go, you can be pretty vague, Uh, at least in the beginning, like to get a general idea. It's a reflection of what you find important in life. Your priorities, I think, have a lot to do with making up the foundation of um, the goals that you set in life. Gonna look different for everyone. Some people put work before God and their friends and their social lives. Uh, some people put school <laughs> before work and vice versa. And you get the, my point. Everyone's list of priorities are different. And again, you don't necessarily have to take a pen and paper uh, and list out your priorities to have priorities. Priorities are visible by way of your actions. So that's why I ask, where are your priorities? What do they look like? What do your priorities look like? And are they pleasing to God? So these are self-reflecting questions uh, because because the eyes of God are searching to and fro the earth. They're, they're searching the earth, searching the earth, looking for those of us whose hearts are devoted to him so that he can strengthen us, give us strength and move on our behalf. Guys, that is powerful. But notice he's looking for those of us whose hearts are fully devoted to him. So he's the he's waiting for us, like not the other way around. I just want to make that super, super clear. And those of you who claim to have to be close to God and um, you claim to love him, I want to encourage you to do some self-reflection and consider my last point and those questions I posed about your priorities and whether or not they are pleasing to God. Once you get your priorities straight, everything else will um everything else will follow everything else will fall into place according to the will of god as long as your priorities are also according to the will of god and guys the the lord has given us a very clear blueprint or outline if you will or criteria if if you will <laughs> regarding what our priorities should look like he says it very clearly to seek him first seek First, the kingdom of God and all of his righteousness and everything else will be added on to us. So seek him first. That should be at the top of your priority list. Seek him first concerning everything you do. Uh, He will guide your steps and he will give you strength to keep going. So that's so important to keep in mind, you guys. Time is ticking. Guys, I just realized we are in April. I clearly remember being in January. And I know 
we hear this a lot. Like I know I've said, I find myself saying it more and more the older I get. I'm just like, I just finished celebrating the new year. How is it possible? We are almost halfway through the year or whatever the case, right? Like, I feel like I'm not the only one who feels like that, but I'm just saying, guys, let that be rem- a reminder to you of how fast time is going by. And I urge you to not allow an entire year to pass you by without doing what God told you to do. Don't let another year pass you by without actually completing the tasks that the Lord has assigned you. Some of you may not even know what your tasks are. And for to that, I would just say, um, again, seek the Lord. Also, you guys, there are programs like mine via River Business Academy that has courses in place that are inspired by the Holy Spirit and include scripture, of course, um, to help with these sort of to, to help you answer these sort of questions as well. So definitely check out um, riverbusinessacademy.com um, and sign up for the newsletter so you can stay informed regarding enrollment for courses that are coming up. I just have to mention that I think it's so important. Of course, I'm not the only one with these sort of things. And guys, honestly, you don't necessarily have to come to my academy. You don't have to participate in the courses that myself and the Holy Spirit have worked on and are working on for people like you. You pray and ask God and be led by the Holy Spirit according to what you need to do next. But just know that you won't be able to do it alone. And the Lord, yes, we need him, but we also need guidance from others as well. Others who have already walked that course, others who already uh, have some understanding in certain areas where you may lack understanding. For example, Uh, the Bible says that there's safety in a multitude of counselors which means there must be danger outside of a multitude of counselors. So we we should uh, get in the company of people who know more than we know. We should make a habit of being in the company of people who are Holy Spirit-filled, love the Lord, and also are wise, and also have experience in areas that we lack experience and or they No, they just simply have more knowledge in certain areas that we desire to have more knowledge in, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. That's just being wise, you guys. But yeah, guys, we're just getting started at RVA. It's going to be awesome. And I'm so excited to kickstart it this fall. That's just a side note. But uh, yeah, I just want to let you guys know that time is going by, whether (laughs) whether you want it to, I mean, whether you realize it or not, whether you're ready for it to keep going by or not, like that doesn't matter. And what we don't want is to continue waste. We don't want to waste it for your own sake, of course, but also for the sake of the souls who will be put, who are potentially impacted by your ministry or are potentially impacted by whatever it is God has called you to do. Um, not all of us are called to have a YouTube channel. I understand that. Um, and I'm not pushing for everyone to have a YouTube channel or whatever. I'm just saying, I just want to put that out there. Um, but everybody's business, everybody, everybody's calling will look different. It's just important that whatever your calling looks like, um, 
whatever the calling of God on your life looks like, it's important that you understand it, that you get some understanding about it and that you begin to walk it out uh, with fear and trim trembling. I've said this in previous videos and I'm going to say it again. It's so easy uh, sometimes to forget how powerful the God is that we serve because he is so merciful, kind, and patient, um, and just full of grace. But that's why it's important that we seek his face daily. That's why it's important that we study the word of God daily and that we pray daily and we fast regularly. That is what helps us to gain more and more understanding of just how holy he is and just how much we are supposed to be uh, submitted to him and how much we truly don't belong to ourselves. So that understanding comes from intimacy with the Lord. It comes from spending time with the Lord. It comes from studying his word and receiving revelation from the Holy Spirit. So I pray that you receive this revelation. I pray you understand how valuable you are to God, how valuable um, the calling of God on your life is, not just to God, but to others, to other souls that need to be one to Christ and saved. Amen. And yeah, time is ticking, you guys. God is looking. He's searching the earth looking to, for who will obey him, looking for those who are devoted to him, looking for those who, who are submitted to him so that he can help them, so that he can strengthen them to keep going. Amen. And I am a living and walking testimony of this. This message was all about not wasting time. And I just want to leave you on that note. Do not waste another minute. Okay. I have a video about social media, so I'm going to post that. I'm going to link it somewhere up here in the cards. Those of you who are for those of you who are watching me via YouTube. Yeah, guys, check out that video. I'm more than certain I will speak on the topic of social media again in the future because it's such a huge, just very relevant topic. <laughs> and there's so many layers uh, to dissect. So I'm, I know I'm going to speak on it again, but for now, because I'm referencing uh, social media or I made the brief mention of social media a minute ago I just want to point you to that video if you haven't seen it yet definitely check it out it will bless you and it's something that I think we need to be reminded of in this hour it's important that we realize um, how valuable our time is and uh, that we don't we should not waste it we should be honoring our time and not wasting it being intentional with how we spend our time is uh, honoring God. Okay. So honor God in your giving, honor God in your giving of your time and in uh, how seriously you take the task that he's giving you. And for those of you who need help understanding the task that he's giving you, seek his face for instruction. Also feel free to um, enroll in the classes that RBA will be uh, offering at the end of this year for the fall semester. So enrollment does open this summer. I'll speak more to that in seven, <laughs> in future episodes as well. But of course the newsletters and the sign up, um, is already available. If you want to sign up on the RBA website, please do that. And yeah, I really appreciate you guys listening so much and 
please consider everything I've said in this video. I just want to encourage you to keep going. You are not alone and the Lord will never leave you alone. And yeah. Okay, guys, I'll talk to you later. Thank you guys so much again for watching.